it was like a hundred K, something like this, uh, the total revenue. The next year we had uh, uh, 250. Um, and last year we had 1.2 million. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka, where I sit down and interview the top SaaS founders, like Eric Wan from Zoom. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. We've published thousands of these interviews, and if you want to sort through them quickly by revenue or churn, CAC, valuation, or other metrics, the easiest way to do that is to go to gitlatka.com and use our filtering tool. It's like a big Excel sheet for all of these podcast interviews. Check it out right now at gitlatka.com. Hey folks, my guest today is Sebastian Sarzinski. He's the CEO and founder at TakeTask, a field force management application for companies with a dispersed workforce. He's also the co-founder at the Education of the Future Foundation, which localizes the resources of Khan Academy Foundation in Poland. He's a futurist and evangelist of artificial intelligence, big data, the internet of things, nanotechnology, collaborative economy, and human engagement. Sebastian, are you ready to take us to the top? Sure. Why not? All right. Take task. All right. So where are you guys competing? How, how do you fit in with like Basecamp, ClickUp, Monday, Jira? How do you fit in? Uh, we are like Monday, Jira, ClickUp for deskless workers. Uh, so uh, most of them cover the, the uh, you know, um, workers that are at the computer. We cover the 80% of uh, workers that have no access on daily basis to computer. They're in and, the and field. They, Name a couple of jobs that, that you would serve yeah, that you would fit. Shop employees, uh, you know, field, uh, you know, service maintenance guys, uh, also factory workers that uh, you know uh, work in the factory, but they actually go around the, the facility. You know? So they're you know most of the jobs actually. You know, you and me work with a computer, so we don't think about all the jobs that are done not at the computer. But most of them, like eighty percent, is done without the computer on a daily basis. And so name one of these, name a company in one of these jobs, like would an Amazon fulfillment worker in their warehouse in Iowa be an example? Yeah. Yeah. For example, uh, most of our clients now are uh, retail chains. So you have those uh, shop clerks, you know, in a grocery, uh, they, they have, you know, like HCCP, which is uh, quality, food quality and, and safety uh, controls like merchandising, all of those tasks that, you know, you have both recurring and ad hoc tasks on the shop floor. And instead of getting all this information, different, you know, channels of communication, like you get something with an SMS, you get something printed on the back of the store and so on. So we just have one channel, with, which is a kind of communication, which is structured uh, as, as simple tasks. You know? So, you know, it, it helps, you know, to organize the, the work. It, it makes the work, hep- you know, easier. And, and can you actually name a specific retail chain that uses you? Yeah, for example, Shell. Now uh, we have a global contract with Shell. We are implementing it in in um, already in four countries. There are okay. another one rolling and out. And so, she, so she, a, a cashier at Shell might use you to manage when, like, the peanuts in row three are almost out, and how to organize the peanuts next to the almonds next to the cashews. Oh, they're they're a bit different these cases. Yeah, but for example, placing a poster of a new promotion or uh, checking daily checking the prices of their competitors. We have an AI feature which is reading the the um, uh, the 
the the prices from the uh, the monoliths when the, you know the employees going to check the prices there is a GPS stamp time stamp and and the AI is reading those those numbers of course all checking the temperatures and the the quality of food you know you, you can just just write it on a piece of paper then but then you, you don't know if this temperature was actually checked at that time and we we give this time stamp so you know the um, the, the the quality of these audits are much more uh, you know uh, higher yeah. Great. So you have just to summarize from your website, petrol stations like Shell, beauty and drugstores, fashion, non-food retail, transport, logistics, and utilities. Give me a, those are all your kinds of customers. Give me a general sense of what they're paying you on average per month or per year to use your technology. It's, it's um, based on number of users and a chosen plan. Um, so most of the clients uh, get in the, in the, you know, the advanced plan, which is the medium one, which is uh, 15 euros per user per month. Uh, we have some clients with a lower plan, which is eight euros, and and some of them with the highest one, which is twenty two euros, plus uh, Azure Cloud cost. Yeah, so each client has a separate Azure Cloud because it's a it's not a full SaaS where you just just plug it into the application and you know get your uh, entrance code and 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 so on uh, and swipe your card. It's it's an enterprise software, so you need to you know sign a deal and we have to implement it. So it takes about two weeks to implement it within the company, but you have a separate private cloud, so all your data is secured. They have a white label app uh, for your own, and that that that's a bit uh, different, yeah. And Sebastian, I don't know when one of the folks paying you fifteen uh, euros per month per user per month. I don't know how many users they typically sign up with. So make the math easy for me. When a customer hundreds, usually signs up, hundreds, yeah, yeah the, the average deal is uh, about uh, four and a half thousand euros per month, something. Like okay, so call it five thousand US dollars per month. They're about sixty thousand yeah. dollars sort of ACVs. Yeah. Were you always there, or did you move up market? Uh, we we moved a bit up, you know, because uh, at the beginning, of course, you have to uh, give some some discounts. You know, people. You know, you you, go, you you chase every every kind of client. So we also have some smaller clients, um, and 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 then you know when you have a better you know better product or you know better recognizability on the market, uh, so so you you can go to to bigger clients and have bigger tickets. You know, our biggest actually client is the Polish government. This is a funny story. It's a, we deployed a. COVID monitoring, uh, home quarantine monitoring application. So there are like 9 million user accounts up to date. So, you know, they're making sometimes hundreds of thousands of tasks per day. So average client, you know, they... Uh, they make up to 100 or 200 tasks per month, yeah, a thousand tasks per month, and and th- th- those guys they can do hundreds of thousands of tasks per day. Yeah? But it it shows you know the scalability of the app, yeah. So it's sure. it's it can really have a, a huge system. And, and you mentioned you've scaled since start date. When was start date? When did you launch? So the product was launched something like three years ago. The, we we uh, we about the company actually- though. Uh, it was like four and a half year ago. So we had this first uh, crowdfunding campaign where we um, got some money for you know developing the the MVP, and then we got our first clients. Which, which platform was that on? Uh, it was a Polish platform. Uh, it's it's Bees Fund. Uh, we we are from Poland, so we use the what's Polish. It, what's thing. it called? Sorry, Bees Fund. Bees Bees Fund. Yeah, it's like like from Bees. Hmm. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. So, so, but it was like a very small ticket at that time. It could be uh, up to one hundred thousand uh, euros. Yeah. So, so generally, it was just a very small ticket. And but with with this one hundred, we got some grants from EU and so on. So we had something like 
about 200K and we build a MVP in, two, uh, in one year. And, and based on this MVP, we got our first uh, global client, which is Shell. So it was really, really What great. year was that? Uh, it was uh, so we we started in seventeen, yeah, and we launched the product in eighteen. And in twenty eighteen, how many customers did you end with, and how much total revenue would you guess? It was like a hundred k, something like this. Uh, the total revenue. The next year, we had uh, uh, two hundred fifty, um, and last year we had one point two million. Mm-hmm. And what did you do last month in terms of MRR? So, you know, we have different, so it's like 50K MRR, um, but total revenue up to date was something like uh, 1.2 million. So we actually have the same revenue as we had last, the total last year. So we should end up you know, with something like 2 million. And, and you know, so it, sound, the, it sounds like know, about half. Yeah, it sounds like about half your revenue then is SaaS, and the rest is something else. What's the rest? Oh, it's implementations. You know, it's some additional. What do you cost. charge for that implementation? Uh, it, it depends. You know, like the minimum charge is about five to seven thousand uh, dollars. But we have clients uh, with with bigger implementations that can be fifty or uh, seventy thousand dollars. So it really depends. You know what they need, if they some need some in- integrations or some this kind of stuff. So uh, we are not very you know, happy with making too big integrations. But uh, if, for example, the client requires some some additional features that are in line with our product, so it's actually they're paying for the development of some features. So it's it's a good way to check if the feature is 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 important for the client. Of course, but also it gives you funds to to find a feature. Uh, so and it's, Sebastian, about how many customers do you have today? Uh, we have now sixteen customers. Six zero. Sixteen. One six, got it. Sixteen yeah. customers. As I said, we are enterprise software, so it's it it doesn't grow so fast. We are now going slowly to uh, to launch uh, more like a SaaS product. We we are now talking with several smaller um, horeca like restaurant chains, and we see very good fit over there. But this will be smaller tickets, um, and it will be launched, you know, on a on one server, one app. So much faster implementation, this sort of stuff. So we should be ready with this till the end of the year. Uh, we are now testing it with eight uh, small retailers. Okay, very cool. That makes a lot of sense. Now you have raised some capital, ignoring grants and everything else. How much total capital have you raised to date? Uh, one million. Okay, about one million. And the last round, I think, was about one hundred forty thousand United States dollars in December. Oh. Yeah, we we had this uh, accelerator uh, from Betatron. It was two hundred seventy thousand dollars. It was in September, and then we had the last round of one hundred seventy, which was like a kind of a bridge round of uh, one hundred seventy. So, so the last second part of twenty twenty, we had something like four hundred. Got it. And the last round of twenty twenty, which was one hundred seventy thousand, it sounds like. What valuation did you raise that at? Oh, it was a convertible loan. So uh, both of them were convertible notes, actually. So mm-hmm. they will be converted with the next round. So there was no valuation. Um, you know, we want to go for the round um, once we uh, met meet something like 100K. So then the valuation uh, should be about uh, 10 million. Sorry, the what was the cap on the note? If it was uh, if it was a, if it was a note, not a priced round. Um. So there are, you know, we have different, uh, different. Uh, so there was a cap that was like five million, yeah. mm-hmm. but it was, you know, with accelerators, it's a bit different you know, because they give a bit different value and so on. It was based uh, on on some previous 
uh, some previous um, investment of those funds. So uh, it was more, more complicated. But yeah, we will uh, probably go for something like 10 plus million with the next round. So just to be clear, the convertible note, if you raise $170,000 at a $5 million cap, assuming your next round is higher than a $5 million valuation and that note converts at the cap, you essentially sold about 3.5% to your business. Yeah. For 170,000. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. and if you go out and raise it a $10 million valuation here in the next couple of months, how much capital do you think you'll look to raise? Uh, we'll probably go for like two or three million. Why is that the right number, you think? Oh, it's, it's based on, on the needs because we, we are almost good with the tech part. We have uh, you know, like 11 developers, it's mostly full stack and regulars. Um, and uh, we need something like Two or three additional developers, but most of the the money will go for uh, sales uh, for for business development. So we want to launch a sales team in UK or Ireland um, of five people, and then maybe in in uh, in, in in Germany or France. So these are like like um, the, the sales teams plus you know all the marketing plus launching the full SaaS with all goals, growth hacking. It will you know it will simply require these amounts. We we just calculated. It's something that we, we need money for another one and a half, two years, you know, to to get to a point of something like 500K monthly recurring revenue. So, uh, and then when you can go to a uh, higher A round. You know. Sebastian, how much equity do you still own? Uh, so it depends if you count the convertible loans or not. Assume, so, they're conver- assume they converted. Yeah, me and my founder uh, and my co-founder, we own over 50%. So... Okay. What we should end up after the A round, it would be slightly above 50%. So after the A round, we would probably have like 52, 53, something like that. And you're at like 60, 62-ish right now, something like that. Oh, uh, we don't. Now we have like 70 something, but some of the convertible loans are not converted. So yeah, yeah, we have something like 60 something. Yeah. I see, I see. Who else owns the rest of it? Do you, do you have options to employees? Yeah, yeah. We have a couple of, uh, you know, we have an ESO plan. For not everything is ready, you know. We just just started to do the ESOP uh, uh, this year, so you know uh, it it goes for the next couple of uh, year, years, yeah, to be launched. Um, not everything is allocated, so we still have some shares to be allocated. Uh, mostly, you know, with the next hires. Um, so you know, if we have some, uh, uh, so we have some shares, you know, for the um, sales director and this sort of stuff. You know? And the ESOP stands for Equity Stock Option Plan. For those of you that are thinking about doing this yourself, Sebastian, it's obviously a smart move to recruit even better talent to have that plan set up, even if it's an allocated equity. What did you decide to set that up at? Is it it a 10% ESOP plan or 20%? How much equity did you set aside? No, it's like um, in total, it's something like 8%. 8%. Okay, cool. So you and your co-founder own 70% currently. Your ESOP plan is about 8%. And then you have some earlier investors. No, no. no. So this, you know, the ESOP is together with, with, you know, in the 70%. Yeah. Okay, so, got it. So uh, you and your co-founder own about sixty percent. The ESOP plan is eight percent on top of that. Where's the other twenty percent? It's it's uh, we have one one Polish small seed VC uh, owning something like five percent, and then the rest of it is owned by different angel investors because with this crowdfunding we had over one hundred people. Uh, now it went, went down to something like uh, like eighty, but still we have a lot of you know like small investors. We'll probably. Uh, once we, we we plan to go to US with 
not this round, but the next round. So probably then we will pack them to to one entity, and they will be as 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 one entity in the cap table. Yeah, but this mm-hmm. is this is not something that we need to do now. Uh, it's it's will once we incorporate in US, then then we'll do this this move. Couple quick questions, just because we're running out of time here. You mentioned yeah. eleven engineers, but what's the total team size today? And Twenty. 20 people. Okay, great. So about 50% engineers. Any quota carrying sales reps or no? No. No. So None yet. We, not in. Okay. So that's why you know, we want to there? make no, that's like what I said. You know, after the, the 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 fundraising, we want to jump already to a five uh, people uh, business development team in but not in Poland, but in Ireland or UK, you know, to 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 already have a pan-European outreach. Mm-hmm. No, it makes it makes a lot of sense. Um, we tried with some business development in, in, in uh, business developers in Poland, but they are too much focused on the Polish market, and 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 we do not want to focus only on on the Polish market. And Sebastian, what's it costing you to get a new customer today? Do you track CAC? No, it's it's very hard to, to track it. You know, honestly, because you know the the sales cycle is very long. And and uh, you know um, and there is a you you can have a customer. We just signed a deal with the biggest uh, copper mining corporation in Poland, and it's one of the biggest in, in the world. And it took just us like I don't know two months, you know, to to sign the deal. And we are after one week, we're we are in the middle of implementation of the system. So in one or two weeks, we'll implement everything. Yeah. So this will be a very fast and easy implementation. Yeah. But another one, you know, it took us. Over one year, yeah, and now the implementation is after six months is still going because this is the one with with 50k implementation. So they had a huge implementation uh, project. Yeah, very cool. All right, let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite book, Sebastian? Oh my God, there are so many. Uh, Life 3.0 or uh, Lifespan uh, or you know. Oh my God! Like I, I read something like three or four books per month, but but oh oh, guns, germs, and steel also very good. Yep, guns, what and steel? Guns, germs. Guns, germs, and steel. Yep. But German diamond, like generally German uh, German diamonds books are really really very good. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? I don't know as as we as everyone a bit Elon Musk yeah but uh, but it's is like a you know high profile so it's rather looking at his boldness you know and and yeah but but I would say maybe this one you know? number three what's your favorite online tool for building the platform um. Honestly, uh, we do not do uh, we do not use any tools to build the platform. We we use. You don't use Jira. Uh, um, you know, we use ClickUp, yeah, but it's it's more a task management you know, tool. Great. So number, number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Oh, eight hours. No. And what's uh, your situation? I, married, single, kids? Yeah, well, I'm married. I have two uh, boys, like teen, already teens. Yeah. And so, how old are how old are you, Sebastian? I'm 46. Okay, take us home. What's something you wish you knew when you were 20? Oh my God! Don't do so many business at the same time. Um, mm-hmm. I had some times when I was owning, you know, like seven different businesses and trying to run them. Yeah, so it was stupid. I was I really s- a take task 
Take Task launched in 2017. They did their first $100,000 in revenue in 2018. Today, this year, they'll break $2 million in revenue serving 16 enterprise accounts. They are essentially task management for deskless workers. They work with companies like Shell, Fashion, Retail, etc. cetera. Uh, the founders still own about 70% of the business along with their employees. They've raised called about a million bucks to date, looking to go out and raise two to three million on a $10 million valuation here in the next six to 12 months. We'll see what happens. Sebastian, thanks for taking us to the top. Thank you too for your time and and for the for the possibility to talk.